whistleblower report exposing lies deceptions and all that has assaulted our way of life we must take back our freedom and live as god designed in a free america that honors our constitution and our creator our experts in medicine, ministry, law, military, environment, and education empower us to grow together as a nation. For such a time as this, the Whistleblower Report offers truth and solutions. Welcome to the Whistleblower Report. This is Dr. Lee for America with Truth for Health Foundation's Whistleblower Report and our international team, Dr. Mike Eden and Dr. Jonathan Gilthorpe from the UK and Sweden, respectively. And today we want to talk about the idea and the reality of conspiracies. Most of us have, who've been speaking the truth for years, but especially since the 2020 unleashing of the COVID pandemic and the tyranny that has come from that and the unlawful mandates for experimental gene therapy shots around the world, particularly the Western countries, we've been accused of being conspiracy theorists. Well, Let's put that in perspective. Number one, just because someone says it's a conspiracy theory and is using that as a pejorative attack on someone speaking truth against the government narrative, that does not, in fact, make it a theory. What has clearly become evident dramatically over the last four years has been that all of us bringing truth and being labeled conspiracy theorists are actually the people exposing conspiracy facts and secrets going on behind our backs for more than 50 and in some cases 100 years. These are facts. The conspiracy is real. And one of the conspiracies that we want to talk about today is a combination of what's unfolding in the Western countries in particular with the great replacement of the Western population and people based in Judeo-Christian cultural traditions with individual liberty and with the ownership of private property rights and the conspiracy that has been in development for 50 plus years that David Rogers Webb refers to in his book, The Great Taking. And that is the conspiracy of subverting private property rights into a collective ownership without our knowledge. It's not a theory, it is a fact, and it is a conspiracy. There's another one that has been overlooked that has been a conspiracy, and that is subversion of individual liberty, individual medical rights, and individual bodily autonomy. So it all goes together, subversion of individual bodily autonomy to decide our medical treatments, subversion of our medical rights, subversion of our First Amendment in the United States free speech rights, subversion of property rights, and subversion of our citizenship rights. All of them have been under attack gradually in a massive 
conspiracy globally for the last 50 to 75 years. And we're going to start connecting these dots and talking about the some of them today. I certainly am seeing it in the United States with the way in which our American citizens are being replaced with massive invasions of illegals who are being given all of the benefits that supposedly only accrue to American citizens. Voting rights, free housing, free medical care, free cell phones, free transportation, travel around the country on airplanes without any IDs. And yet Americans are groped and searched by the TSA at the airports. And international visitors coming legally into the United States are questioned very aggressively and forced to have their fingerprints and their photos and their IDs scrutinized. Even an expired ID can get you kicked out of the United States or kicked off of an airplane, unless you're here illegally. So that's a subversion of our citizenship rights and our property rights as well, because illegals are being put into hotels and public buildings in the United States, and citizens are being excluded. They're even beginning to call for people in New York and California to house the illegals in their private homes. Another way that your private property rights and your citizenship rights are being usurped, subverted, and confiscated. That has been a secret planning process, which is the definition of a conspiracy for decades. Goes back earlier than the Obama administration, but it escalated under those eight years from 2009 to 2016 in the U.S. And our international experts, Dr. Eden in the U.K. and Dr. Gilthorpe in Sweden, have firsthand examples of all of this. So today our conversation is going to focus on conspiracy facts that are subverting all of your rights. And then in weeks to come, we will invite guest speakers in various of these areas of the subversion of your individual property rights, whether it's the property of your body, the property of your home, the property of your investments, or the property of your citizenship rights. So let's start with today some of the thoughts Dr. Eden has brought to us after his concerns that have been raised by hearing David Rogers Webb interviews and reading his book, The Great Taking. And then we'll hear from Dr. Gilthorpe, who knows David Rogers Webb and has more to say about David Rogers Webb participation in the Swedish conference from 2023. So Dr. Eden, let's uh, tell us how you, what your concerns are about what's been going on here. Yes, certainly. Thank you, Dr. Lee. Uh, great to be speaking, working with you again and, and to be able to reach our, our audience. So as a former senior pharmaceutical company executive in, in the research function, as you know, we, we encountered each other in, in 2020 when I detected that you know, the governments were lying to us about this so-called pandemic. And then maybe just cutting to the chase to show you know, my, my own qualifications in uh, new, new medicine design and discovery and testing and so on allowed me to look at the so-called vaccines that were coming at us at great speed and you know, quite quickly realized that they were designed intentionally to harm people. I put together a a large open letter with a Dr. Wolfgang Vodark of Germany uh, before any of these products were, were received their emergency use authorizations. And we warned specifically about toxicities, which I'm sad to say within a month were obviously true. And that has continued. So uh, that, that is a conspiracy. This didn't happen by accident. Organizations um, you know, across the piece have been involved in 
terrifying us uh, and getting us, amongst other things, to be uh, grateful for and ready to roll up our sleeves to, in, to receive these poisonous materials. And many, many people have been injured and even millions have died. So I don't really know what you would call that, but a, but a conspiracy. And it's clearly fact. So, so that, that has happened. Um, we, we, I learned from people who are now colleagues that public health law has been subverted over some decades. And I know we've talked about this before so that emergency use authorizations come to you directly from the Health and Human Services Secretary say so and not from the FDA, and that's why you're not protected. What I didn't realize, and I only came across it recently, was this a retired uh, financier, a former hedge fund manager, uh, David Rogers Webb, and he has discovered an analogous perversion of, of private property rights, which extend back to the 1960s, where piece by piece, uh, the things that we uh, would recognize as proof of our ownership of a piece of private property, and I could give you a share certificate in the 1960s, would have the name of the stock and your name, and against the, the share number, whichever this share certificate was, and your stockbroker, if you were wealthy enough, would keep them in their safe, or you would keep them in their safe. And what has happened over the last few decades is, first, dematerialization, so that uh, you know, property like that, share certificates now, they just appear on computers. And then they became a pooled, uh, a pile of government bonds or Pfizer shares or whoever shares it was. So you, you think you own all this stuff, but it's now remote. Uh, and then the, the terrifying thing, I mean, I'm not a legal expert or a financier, but when I say this, you'll probably recognize it. You may have noticed, folks, that like on a pension statement or an investment statement, you no longer see the word ownership, but beneficial ownership. And I, I won't use time today to explain the difference, but it's a new legal concept that essentially means uh, that it, you can use and dispose of the property just as you always could in history. But in the event of a financial, a large financial failure, if those private properties have at any point been pledged as collateral between one bank and another and a private uh, institution and a bank and so on, th then th that collateral uh, will uh, basically guarantors, guarantees, will allow <laughs> you to be then at the bottom of a stack of predators and they'll steal everything. So that's, you know, again, this is not my information. This is a retired former hedge fund manager. But as he spoke, and we hope to be able to speak to him on this show soon, but as he spoke, I could feel the hairs on the back of my neck going up because... Almost every set has an analogous perversion in the field, as Dr. Lee mentioned, of, of public health emergencies, public health laws, and so on. So unfortunately, um, I would say very wealthy people, often in the shadows, uh, have, have uh, wrought influence over long periods of time across all institutions, certainly money uh, and public health, in order to engineer what I guess you could best describe as a takeover, certainly a uh, a, a removal of, of our normal democratic rights. And they continue to come at us. So I think famously this group got together to warn people about the dangers inherent in and, and thereby design in these jabs. And hopefully we have helped some people avoid injury. Uh, and we're, we're now turning to, unfortunately, evidence of, a, of another conspiracy, which is real and not, not a theory. And uh, I, maybe a pause and hand over to my colleague, Dr. Gilthorpe, who has had the privilege of, of meeting uh, the man I mentioned. So um, how about that? If you could pick that up, Jonathan. Yes, absolutely. Thanks, Mike. And I, I would like maybe in the second segment just to go back a little bit over the history of conspiracy theory and, you know, why why these things are viewed as being something that's so ridiculous because clearly we all know of conspiracies where secret information is held by a certain party and used to exercise control over a, a larger group that isn't aware of that information so i will i'll save that for a little while yeah i had the great pleasure of meeting david webb back in september um 2023 when we organized this conference on behalf of the doctor's appeal in Johannesbury Castle, which is a, a a state, well, an old home, stately home just outside Arlander Airport, which is close to Stockholm. And David came along to that conference and he wasn't actually scheduled to speak in any of the sessions that we'd organized, but 
speaking to him, it realized I realized that he had something very important to say. So uh, after the dinner on the first night, I think it was Friday or Saturday when we convened, we all traipsed off hundred or so people down to the uh, seminar room uh, to listen to David uh, after dinner. And everyone was a little bit tired and, you know, maybe had a glass of wine or two. So, but, you know, we sat there for probably two hours listening to what he had to say. Uh, it has all been recorded and hopefully that will be available to upload quite soon. Actually, it's taken a while to get it edited, but I, I was utterly shocked by what he had to say, but, you know, I was so convinced by, by the genuineness of this man. I mean, he's a, you know, polite, kind, well-spoken, friendly person. He's gone into this enormous effort to bring this story out. Uh, and it's really good timing, I would say, but you know, he's, he's not doing this because it's of any benefit to himself. He's, he's doing this for humanity. Um, so he, I think he first became aware of this sometime in the 1990s, that this was the situation around securities, that they were, you know, owned by someone other than the person that thought they owned them. But at that time, it wasn't set in the European Union and it, it wasn't definitely, it wasn't set in Sweden. Sweden had its own regulations that enabled you to own property in Sweden. So he actually moved, he upped from the US or Canada, wherever he was living, moved over to Sweden to set up his life here so that he could escape this potential trap. And he was only then horrified to find out, I think in 2006, that Sweden also changed their law to enable this grab of all assets or all securities to happen in the event of a catastrophic collapse of civilization or the banking system, you know, and I've known for some time that the, the system is rigged. So it's going to collapse at some point. It's just a matter of when, because the, you know, the amount of cash that's in circulation in the world is a tiny, tiny, tiny fraction of all the various financial securities and instruments that have been agreed upon uh, you know, which mount to quadrillions or gazillions of dollars, it's not even worth thinking about. So all those contracts rely on trust. And as soon as the system starts to fall, because of some kind of catastrophic failure that isn't blown up by new credit created by federal reserves and central banks, then uh, things will come down to, you know, who really owns what. And in a court of law, you won't own very much unless you actually have it in your pocket and can keep it away from from uh, the the people doing the um, yeah whoever's going to take them. So I yeah David is a tremendous guy. I think we'll try and get him on the show in the next week or so if possible because he could tell us all about it uh, firsthand. But uh, he's very trustworthy. Um, I, I have heard criticism of what he has to say, claiming that, you know, there, there are other structural problems in the financial system that mean this isn't very important. But I mean, what it means is that our governments have colluded to put in place the framework that will enable someone to take our property in the future without our knowledge about it. And for me, I mean, what, what is that if it's not a conspiracy? Um, this was first set up in the US, later set up in Europe with in, with advice from the US about how Europe should do it in the best way. <clears throat> so it's it's the US banks or the Anglo-American banks, I, I should say, because I think a lot of this uh, type of psychopathic thinking originates in, in dear old Great Britain and was later imported into the US. Um, but, the, you know, these are the people that are conspiring against us. So what is there not to call a conspiracy theory there? Well, the thing that I think is so stunning and common sense that people, people who give in to the accusation of, oh, you're just a conspiracy theorist, are actually, <laughs> they're, they're ignoring the very definition of the word conspiracy. It is, yeah. and I quote from the dictionary, a secret plan by a small group to do something unlawful or harmful and the action of plotting or conspiring that's exactly what's been going on for since the 1930s and 1920s in the united states with the depopulation plan secret plan 
by a small group of elites to do something unlawful or harmful? Yes, eliminating the majority of the world's population is fairly harmful to those of us who are alive and are the ones being targeted for elimination. Secret plan by the Federal Reserve, the Jekyll Island. It was a, it was a secret plan. That is, by definition, a conspiracy. And the Federal Reserve is neither federal nor, nor a reserve. It is a private entity that is controlling the money supply. So uh, you have all of this that's been going on for decades that are the action of plotting or conspiring against humanity by business, banking, pharma, medical, legal, government elites, whatever you want to call them. So I, I think it's critically important that we start pushing back hard against being called conspiracy theorists. Dr. Eden, you had a comment. Yes, just a, just a quick one uh, to build, not only build on something you just said, but just to point out that the dots do connect. So those of you who've listened to whistleblower reports in the past will know and you'll probably know this just from watching the TV news, your government is uh, trialing the introduction of digital money called central bank digital currencies. This uh, Every country has a central bank uh, where all the commercial banks report to them, as it were, and those central banks in all the country report to the Bank of International Settlements, which is in, in, Switzerland, in Switzerland. And if... Um, if all property is scooped up by you know, faceless entities, so we are just like very poor people, we'd be peons at, uh, in peril of the government, uh, you know, we would need them to feed us, essentially. The plan for them to do that is through these central bank digital currencies, which are effectively government's tokens. And um, this will fit with the ever further digitization of our lives. So I've, I've personally spoken here about um, the introduction of digital ID, which is superfluous. It may be convenient, it's not necessary, but if the government gets you to a point where, where you all have one and you use it, it, they can make it mandatory. And they will, that you would need to present it before entering or leaving or buying things. And so this combination of, as it were, government tokens, electronic tokens, no cash money, uh, digital ID, which you'll need to present in order to benefit from whatever, any rations, um, that fits exactly with what we are just telling you for the first time today about David Rogers Webb's discovery of the great taking, which you can go and look up online. So it is interesting that I was aware of the peril of digital ID and, and digital money long before I'd heard about this David Rogers Webb. But when you hear about it, you think, Oh my God, it exactly fits together. So, well, you know, and Dr. Yaden, to your very point, the whole function of a massive economic collapse is so that, I mean, and I think that I don't have any question that that's in, in, the, in the works, but the whole function of that becomes then starting anew with digital currency. It's all part of the same plan, I think. Absolutely agree. I would, I would just like to also tell people, Dr. Lee, where the term, and I believe this is correct. I've heard this several times, and I've, I have checked it up before, that the, the term conspiracy theory was actually um, brought up or brought about by the CIA, CIA in order to prevent people um, criticizing the Warren Commission report on the assassination of President Kennedy. You're um, exactly right. Certainly and, in the US, know, that, that is true. And I think most people probably that listen to this show and hopefully many other people understand that there are serious questions about the official story about the assassination of JFK, um, that it could be shot from the top of a, a book repository with a hunting rifle, uh, you know, with that accuracy, it's just completely ludicrous. I, I do hunt. I have hunting rifles. I know that shot is impossible, um, or at least in my... Well, not only that, not, not only that, Jonathan, even the expert marksman trying to recreate that with a bolt-action rifle. Yeah. yeah. You could not physically do it 
in the time that was clearly shown on, on the film the on the on the bullets that struck mm. kennedy and then governor conley i mean yeah. i've i've watched a number of analysis of of that and you you couldn't physically do it yeah with with the bolt action rifle that they claimed that the patsy lee harvey oswald had mm. and i don't i don't think there's any question so that, that we... was a major um, operation to silence. Look at what Kennedy had just come out acknowledging and, and as his plan. Mm. Dismantle the CIA, get us out of Vietnam, and confront the military-industrial complex with cutting back on the foreign wars mm. and ending the Federal Reserve. Now, those are some pretty big initiatives that President Kennedy had announced that with his brother, Attorney General Bobby Kennedy, they planned to implement. And yeah. talk about going against the deep state and the powers that controlled everything. Obviously, though, any one of those would have been motive enough for this assassination plan that they actually implemented, but all four of them, of course yeah. they had to eliminate him. I know, but isn't it ludicrous that people are, sus or, or, or sold this idea that conspiracy theories are, are somehow dangerous or, or, you know, not true or, or, or not merited because the concept of them was sold by the CIA to try and mm -hmm. cover their tail on one of the most famous yeah. assassinations if, known if I, to, if, to man. I agree with you. And if I may, just to introduce one other example, because I think, as you say, most people accept that the murder of, of John F. Kennedy is at very least mysterious, and the official explanation is most unlikely to be true. I know nothing about it but that fact. But there's one other that occurred in my adult lifetime, and that's the invasion of Iraq. Now, I don't know what the motive was, but I do know in Britain... Uh, false uh, information of threats were put together in what was called in Britain the dodgy dossier. It was everybody knew it was fake, but they used it to force a vote, and then Tony Blair supported, I think, Bush. So you know they do senior people do do these things, and they lead to millions of deaths and huge wealth transfers. All we're saying is this is happening in spades at the moment through COVID. Well, and let me just make the point before we go to break that attacking people with the label, the, the negative label, the pejorative label of conspiracy theorist is a Saul Alinsky tactic. It's one of Saul Alinsky's rules for radicals. You demonize and attack your opponents and you isolate them and you make them to be, you mock them, you ridicule them. And anyone who's not read that book really should because that is the tactic of the left and that is, is used to control us and to silence us. And the more that we give in and back off when we're attacked by being called conspiracy theorists, racist, or whatever other um, damning word they choose to use at any given moment, the tactic is what is important. And if you understand that, then you don't have to give in to it and you can stand firm for what you know to be true that they don't want you to expose. So that's really the mechanism of why we've been under attack. They don't want the truth to be exposed and wake up more people, which is exactly what's happening. And speaking of private property rights that are being subverted and taken all you have to do is look at the farms all across America and Europe to see exactly what David Rogers Webb is talking about. That's the great taking happening right before our eyes. So let's talk more about all of that in the second half of the show. And Dr. Gilthorpe has some points about origin of conspiracy and, and other aspects to bring out. We'll be right back after the break. This is Dr. Lee for America. Check out our truthforhealthstore.com where you will find 
high quality professional exclusive formulas for nutraceuticals that are uniquely manufactured according to certified good manufacturing practice standards by the FDA's own guidelines. Very rare in the supplement and nutraceutical world to have products of this high standard that actually are manufactured to higher standards than the COVID shots that have been forced into the arms of people around the world. So check out our store. We'll be right back after the break. Check out the new Truth For Health store at truthforhealthstore.com. We have exclusive professional formulas with exciting new products, including True Mitochondrial Boost that can help improve your energy, memory, focus, and concentration. All of our products are manufactured in certified compliant facility using good manufacturing practices approved and inspected by the FDA. Check us out, www.truthforhealthstore.com. Welcome back to the second half of the Whistleblower Report. Today, we are talking about conspiracy theory versus conspiracy facts that are controlling our lives. The secret plans that have been in development for decades to destroy and subvert all of the rights that we think we have as free human beings. Time for us to stand against the assault on our lives, our property, our speech, our thoughts, and our environment. Dr. Gilthorpe, you had some further thoughts about the conspiracy theory world and the attacks on people using that label. Yes, I did, Dr. Lee. And um, well, two things I'd like to say first. And I came to the realization some point in the last year or so that I think the basic problem that we face in modern society is that our governments are keeping secrets from us. Because, of course, to have a conspiracy, you need to have secret information, as we've already discussed. Uh, we trust our governments uh, to look after us and to use that tax money which we we give to them from our earnings, uh, you know, to look after us to the best of their ability, because there are certain things if they do that, then we can spend more time being productive, generating wealth for the nation, et cetera, et cetera. But I guess there comes a point in any system then when the people running the government tend to think, well, this is actually our money that we're, we're using. They forget that they're servants of the people uh, who people like Andrew, Andrew Bridgency in the UK seem to be very aware of, that they're there to serve the people that voted for them. Uh, not the organization that they are, you know, associated with, i.e. the government. And then when that happens, then they start to use the information that the government can collect about us and uh, has about us and use that against us rather than for us. And I think that's where we are now in, in the final stage of this uh, system at the moment where it, this is going to blow up because eventually the government or the country ceases to be productive because the people at the top of the, of the pile are, are have their finger in the pie, so to speak, and, and, and are using all the resources for their own good rather than for the good of the, the whole. And that's when countries start to collapse. Um, well, you're exactly right. And, and also... You were you you made the point that our governments are keeping secrets from us, which they absolutely are. And it's not just classified military information for strategic defense purposes. These are secret plans for nefarious purposes to harm all of us. Yeah. And and no, this is something Edward Snowden brought to light when he blew the whistle on the information that the NSA and, and the other three letter agencies were collecting on people and the power they had through the digital devices that we've started to use in the last 30 years or so to to monitor us and you know anything that we 
now tap on a key in, on any of our devices is monitored by, by Google. Well, it's not necessarily governments now. It's Apple and Google and uh, those uh, corporations which have now merged with the government. It, it, this is something known as corporatism. And I, I saw a, a very intelligent guy called Ben Rubin, who, who now reports on the UK column. He said, you know, this is the definition of fascism. It's corporatism where corporations merge with government to control the population. Uh, and this is what we see now with big tech merging with the US government, censoring people under COVID, um, you know, the pandemic or pandemic that was more than likely organized out, out of the US in some way, um, or at least the Anglo-American sphere. So, you know, we, yeah, we've, we've come to this situation where where all our information is being harvested and can be used against us at, at any moment. And, and this is, you know, totally, totally wrong. Um, but I, I just, I, I wanted to, I, I've read this very good book over Christmas. It's called The Secret History of the World by someone called, or goes under the pseudonym of Jonathan Black. And he's, he's actually an English um, publisher uh, that raised the question um, which many people maybe haven't thought about. But it, the question is, you know, is mind just a very, very small part of matter? So matter is the entire universe. And maybe mind, our mind, is just a very small part of that. Or is it, in fact, the other way around? That mind is much greater than matter. And in that way, can mind actually sculpt matter? Meaning that does the future... Um, come about because of the way our minds work, and and this was very interesting for me because this is a question I've trying to trying to be trying to get at for some time. When I realised we were heading towards this dystopian future that we've all been afraid of in the past, so you know George Orwell's nineteen eighty four, basically where Big Big Brother is watching us and controls us by getting us to uh, shout at the TV every day and, and shout against this mythical foreign um, dictator. You could call him Vladimir Putin, I guess. There's someone that is, um, you know, against us all the time, but we have to fight against them. And in order to do that, we have to live in awful poverty and subjugated by the state. So I, I, I just wondered how this situation comes about because it's it, it seems to be organised. And once you know about the Tavistock Institute and how closely they were to both Aldous Huxley and George Orwell, um, these people kind of arose at the same time. They all shuttling through Oxford, Cambridge universities at the time when Britain was highly involved in geopolitics and trying to organise Europe around its own uses. Uh, I just wanted to know how, how can this happen? You know, is it possible that mind really controls matter? And because if that's the case, we can do something about it. It might be as simple as thinking positively or just saying no or denying giving this, you know, organ of the state the power that they, they try to take from you. But um, that was a long way to get into this chapter that I wanted to mention, <clears throat> which was about the Illuminati and the rise of unreason. So many people might have heard the term Illuminati and think it's some kind of, you know, psyop sci joke conspiracy theory that, that the, the Illuminati doesn't really exist. You know, it's this pyramid with a, a, of a triangle with an eye in it. And uh, Katy Perry maybe works for them, for example, which is, I think, just chaff that's put out there to try and, and hide the fact that conspiracies are real and conspiracies are being used to, to guide us. So... The Illuminati was actually an organization that was started in 1776 by a Bavarian professor of law called Adam Weishaupt. And he had this idea, I think, based upon the Jesuits, which was essentially the military arm of the Catholic Church, that he would form this brotherhood run along military lines. And all the members in the Illuminati had to surrender all their individual judgment and will to the leadership. And it's like a pyramid organization. Uh, so his idea then was to join the Freemasons, which he did in 1977. And at that time, Freemasons was probably the, you know, leading secret society throughout Europe, but it probably did a lot of good. I mean, I think people that joined it weren't necessarily into it for evil, evil means as now. But what Jonathan, let, let me interrupt here a minute. The, yeah. the Freemasons and the Illuminati 
to my understanding, are diametrically opposed yeah. organizations. The Catholic Church has demonized Freemasons. The, the Freemasons are a society of secrets, not a yeah. secret society. And they are open to anyone, including Catholics. But the Catholic Church has really persecuted that fraternal organization extensively over its entire history. The Illuminati, I think, is the the real organization of concern in what yeah. you're talking about. To to merge the two, they are, yeah. they are almost antithetical. Yeah, well, he uh, essentially overtook the Freemason organization very effectively in just a few years with his small group of people who he converted over to his particularly psychopathic way of thinking, I would say, Dr. Lee. I don't want to insinuate that all Freemasons are Illuminati for sure. I just wanted to show that this is a real or talk about the fact that the model for the Illuminati taking over Freemasonry and what this actually led up to by the late 1700s was the French Revolution, which was an Illuminati organized overthrow of of the French system is very, very effective at, at toppling an organization. So if you have an organization with very good spread, you can go into that with a mindset of taking it over and a secret motive, which only the uh, key people that know about it um, know and take over that organization very effectively. It could be the UN. It could be the WHO. It could be some other organization that's founded on very good reasons. But if that organization has the idea that, well, we're just nice people and no one would be terrible to us because oh, we're just, we, we just want to do this for the good of humanity, then you're extremely vulnerable. Um, and that's what I see has happened in Sweden. The Swedes are wonderful people and they often, many of them mean very well and would like to help the rest of the world because they know they've benefited from a high standard of living in the 20th century. But at the same time, that opens you up to being totally blind, to being taken over from within by a, uh, an organization that has ulterior motives. So well, I, I, see, I see that with the social justice movement in the mainstream Protestant churches in the U.S., because the social justice movement was a Marxist revolutionary theory based in liberation theology that grew out of the Marxist revolutions in Latin America in the 1970s. And now we see the, and, and actually the Marxists were taking over and, and infiltrating the Jesuits in Argentina, similar to the way that you just described the um, Illuminati infiltrating Freemasonry. And the Marxists infiltrated the, the the Jesuits in Latin America, which is all well yeah. documented. There are lots of good yeah. historical books on that, and mm. that and 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 saying that Jesus was a socialist Marxist doing good for others and teaching Catholics that this was how you do good. Now, that's just a, a quick sketch, but fast forward. To 2023 and 2024, under the Biden administration, U.S. government is funding Catholic charities here in the U.S. with millions of dollars that are being used to bring in illegals in violation of our laws. So people may think they're doing good, but they're essentially exploiting the illegals in putting them into terrible, inhumane conditions with being run by the cartels and they're also violating the u.s laws and biblical christianity which says that we as christians should follow the laws of our government as long as they are not violating god's laws so yeah i, I, mean, I see a lot of aspects of of the subversion of organizations under the the doing good corruption that you've just described yeah totally i mean it's so so i guess what i was trying to get around to in some way is to say that there are so many cases of this and the yes. idea that i i think you know conspiracy is more or less the way way we are ruled now and in order to reset this we need to get transparency 
back to the highest level of government. So there are absolutely no secrets um, between. I mean, I accept that businesses need to keep secrets, maybe in in order to have a competitive advantage. But when it comes to um, public money that comes from tax money uh, that we are contributing, there should be complete transparency. Absolutely right. And that is definitely not the case with what's happening now. Or perhaps I shall say it's the opposite in the sense that they are blatantly transparent about the fact that they are misusing public money to violate the laws and provide benefits to those here illegally that American citizens have to jump through hoops to get. For for example, let's let's just look at a couple of things that have just been exposed recently. Illegals in America can get bank loans, mortgages, insurance, driver's license, free health care, food, food stamps, free phones, and in some states, California and New York, in-state college tuition. So what's the point of being a, a legal citizen if an illegal gets all of the benefits but doesn't have to pay taxes? So look at who profits from all of what I just named. The banks, the politicians, corporations, real estate developers, and right on down the line. It's the government corporation collusion that you just talked about, which is the definition of fascism. Yeah, it's fascism without a brown shirt or a black shirt or a small black mustache, but it's definitely fascism, totally. And I mean, the the state in the U.S. with the southern border is horrific. Um, but this is also happening throughout Europe and definitely in the UK, where a large number of immigrants have been shipped across the channel with Royal Navy um, escorts, you know, brought into the country, hosed, ho- hosed, not hosed, housed in very nice hotels. Um, there's big problems in Ireland now as well, which I've seen a lot on Telegram. Uh, and people have had enough, but I think the the damage is already done, that that number of of people are being brought in, and it's usually only males. I don't see very much evidence of of women and children coming in. It's men of fighting age uh, that are being brought in. And I think they're clearly clearly, um, very diabolical and nefarious purposes, that this is deliberately by design military age males who look very fit and many of them on video have been mocking and cursing the very country that they're coming into i mean the obscenities and and the threats and the warnings from the videos of people who are on the ground in darien gap panama and on the other side of the u.s border in mexico and interviewing some of these people coming through, it's it's very chilling. It's a deliberate invasion of our Western countries and a replacement of our population by those who do not share our values, who have no appreciation for the rule of law, and who are here to be used as pawns for the secret plans of those seeking to control us Again, the definition of the word conspiracy. Any comments, Dr. Eden, before we close? Yes, just to thank you. That, that was very useful. I think uh, even on this call, I, it's helped me put, put together you know, further weird observations that, that, that form further dots in this. It is effectively, folks, uh, like a coup d'etat, if not of the world, then certainly of what we would think of as the West, first world, Europe, uh, you know, Australia, New Zealand, USA, Canada, at very least. Um, somebody has decided that they want they want control of it and they don't mean any good for you or your family. So really just in closing, just to remind people of things I've said in the past that uh, make today the last day you have any of these vaccines, if you have that, uh, resist um, the uh, attempts by politicians to impose digital ID because you don't need it, you've never needed it, and you don't need it now, but it is an enabling tool for them to control us. Use cash every chance you get 
Uh, it's nice to be able to use cash as well as online banking. It's great. But if you only do electronic uh, transactions, you, you, I do believe you'd be playing into the direction of travel. And, and as we always say on, on this show also, you know, uh, think and orientate yourself to the light. Um, we pray and do the right thing. I, I personally found this uh, uplifting, um, and, and I know many of you would feel the same. Well, I appreciate all that both of you have brought out today. And I think for all of our listeners, I think it is important to realize that the power of your mind is greater than the matter of the world coming at us. And in effect, that is a biblical statement as well. The Apostle Paul said, be transformed by the renewing of your mind. So let's renew our minds with a spirit of focus on God's gift of life, God's gift of our thought, our mind, our spirit, our will, our free will, and stand against evil. Resolve not to comply with these secret plans designed to harm us, the conspiracies that are attacking and subverting all of our rights, as I mentioned at the beginning, including our right to bodily autonomy to reject an experimental gene therapy shot. All of us have God-given free will and a mind that can choose to see the truth and speak the truth. Join us in our crusade. We are silent no more, and we want you to be part of the solution, not hiding in fear. Join our Faith Over Fear seminar every Tuesday night, where we come together as a community of people exposing the truth, not to create more fear, but to create hope and help and solutions against the lies, deceptions, conspiracies, and secret plans designed to harm us. Join us. Sign up at truthforhealth.org, get our newsletter, and join our crusade. And if you can, donate, please, to support our work. We are a public charity that serves we the people. Stay tuned for another Whistleblower Report, and thank you for joining us today. God bless you all.